0: I want to see the headphones. All right. Now they're all on, but I'm not talking into my microphone. Check can hear a damn thing. Chit, Because oh. they weren't plugged in all the way. Oh, there you go. That's that a simple helps. fix.
1: Yeah. It is very awkward being in this studio.
0: Is it? It's tight? We've never done it's tight. one in here.
2: Yeah. It's we know in the bigger one over there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh,
3: thanks. It's like a phone booth.
1: It is kind of, yeah. Oh. I oh. can't see Matt at all. Yeah, I know he's over there. That, that makes me feel good.
2: I was going to kind of... Try and raise my chair up. <laughs> <Do it.
1: laughs> uh, we were like, yeah, it smells like weed. <laughs> like we were at uh Taryn's birthday and I'm talking to like her brother and his girlfriend. And Did I you said, the intro?
0: What's that? The, the intro is playing.
1: How is that playing? I don't even hear it. Shut her down.
0: You don't. Did I hit the end? No, I hit control. it because I thought Ted was throwing it to me when you were like, oh. Matt's over there. It makes me feel good. I thought that was my like. Cue to hit it. Well, but you awesome. can't hear it?
3: Dang, we're all kind of effed up today. Embarrassing ourselves in front of our guests? No, we're fine. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> he's, Tough he's, start, boys. Because I'm really
2: prepared, too, right now. <laughs> it's all right. You don't hear it? No. Do you I can hear it, it,
1: Nope. I can hear it.
2: I can only... I have it, hear really, it really, really
3: mm.
1: faintly. Yeah, it's coming put from... Put your headphones on. I, put, I, you, put yours on. Yeah, I can only hear it playing through your headphones. It's not coming up on
0: Adobe. What the hell... God,
1: man, I knew this was happening. <laughs> Wait,
2: is it on his headphones into his mic? And that's why we can hear that's, it. That's right.
1: That's why I think we can only hear it faintly. That's
0: probably the right um, thing. So, stop that. That's the right channel. Everything's in program.
3: What movie is that where the guy's like, we look like a bunch of monkeys fing a football out there? you guys remember that? <laughs> I have no idea. No? <laughs> it's coming
0: in through here. Yeah, I don't know what program what it auditions. is. Let's take all the mics. I guess I could
3: try one of these. Tyler, did you go to broadcast school? <laughs> no. Oh, not all. All right, I, I went to sort art school. <laughs> I can
2: paint a picture of why it's wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I put these I'll figure out how much it's going to cost.
0: Done. My degree's
3: in finance. So. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. yeah he's <laughs> he's all you here well, the, I yeah.
0: haven't put these on yet, so I
2: good day you are listening to a podcast but this isn't just any podcast just any podcast couldn't do this (laughs) all
3: this what the this is the podcast starring the ted's starring the the uh, starring the ted smith and cobb the podcast
1: starts you better wear a helmet now Woo. Hey, podcast. What's up, boy the Ted Smith? I'll be your host of this. Oh god man, this is brutal.
3: Focus! Focus
1: Woo! The podcast, episode 255. What's up with your boy, Lee Smith? I'll be the host of this here podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Oh, uh, to the left of me. Actually, he's not. He's to the right of me. He's always here unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia
3: on two wheels. He goes, by the name of Cobb, Cobb, what's going on? Shares of the podcast rebounding early in today's trading from all-time <laughs> winter lows. Analysts from Goldman, Merrill, and Deutsche Bank upgraded shares from sell to strong buy on the back of renewed energy from the boys heading into what could be the summer of the decade. Will MCTP finally get the perfect tan? We'll find out at 6.30. All right, back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio
1: set up. We're in a different studio, so you got to bear with us a little bit. Matt Comer, the producer MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How you doing, man? Good.
0: We're rolling now. That's all that matters. We're rolling.
1: I'm fighting a little cold, so I'm not in the uh, the I've just been off all day.
3: We're trying to fight our way out of a paper bag here.
1: We are, right? We're making it very tough. All right, uh, let's see. First of all, let's introduce uh, a good friend of ours. He's been on the show many times. I'd say national comedian. Yeah, okay. yeah, international international comedian. My bad, he's going to Canada. Uh, you know, you know his name, Tyler Smith. Uh, he hosts the Dope Show. Actually, owns it. Everything, right? Yeah, it's your production. Uh, you got a couple shows coming up. Uh, obviously, four twenty a big deal for the uh, oh, weed smoking community. It's <laughs> <That's> my Christmas. <laughs> uh, the main thing is uh, on four twenty. You have two shows. One in Tacoma.
0: Tacoma, yeah.
1: And then you have another one that night in Everett. Yep. Man. That's impressive. What time's the Tacoma show?
2: Tacoma's at 4.20. All right,
1: all right. Right on the
2: dot. Powerful. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Strong move. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a power flex. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, 8 o'clock over in Everett, or north in Everett. So I'm a little stressed already just thinking about trying to run from one show to the other uh, and managing merch, but I think we got it. We got, uh, we'll got. we be shuttled by Lion Pride Music Bus.
1: <sighs> Shout out to Lion Pride. Know yeah. them well.
2: They uh, They'll be taking care of us, making sure that we are transported safely <laughs> so. oh yeah and you'll be in the uh, hov exactly
3: <laughs> in case people don't
2: know we've talked about it a little bit but if they're new listeners what is the dope show the dope show is the, uh, it's an amazing stand-up comedy showcase going on all over the northwest and uh it just got into canada and it's gonna be in the midwest here pretty soon um it's a it's a showcase where comedians perform then they go get really high and then they attempt to perform again <laughs> and uh, i'm the moderator <clears throat> of that uh train wreck uh, <laughs> It's a lot of fun.
1: I I would almost say uh, I don't know if you care for this comparison, but it's almost like uh, I can't think of his name right now that he does with drunk history. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Derek Waters.
2: Yeah, but they don't do any history sober. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But
1: I'm just saying, like I've I've been on the bill before. <laughs> like, Arguably, I like don't how do you comedy sober. Either. I like so. how you either encourage more smoking or less smoking depending on who the comic is. Definitely. Like I was one of those comics. Matt saw me do one of the dope shows in uh, Bellevue. Like yeah. I was better once I was stoned. <laughs> Whereas, like there's actual working comedians who struggle once they're stoned. It is a huge My hurdle. hurdle. <laughs>
2: it is a huge hurdle for some comics. <laughs>
3: yeah, I remember you were saying that one comic like ran out and you guess had like yeah. chased him through the parking lot
2: that uh that was so that was dana carvey's <laughs> kid uh oh, yeah. tom carvey and uh he not gonna was... say
3: any names but <laughs> tom,
2: <laughs> it's tom carvey you I, ran i talk about it all the time because i'm just like you can go it was his first time smoking weed so i can't blame him for being <laughs> so freaked out jesus how much, you, how much did he smoke Probably, like, two hits. All right, Man, I'm not going right. to lie. It wasn't a whole
3: lot. Think about uh, the first time you smoked weed, though. That's true. I mean, like And stand-up comedy. Like
0: uh, I didn't want to be around people, and I certainly didn't want those people to know that I was high. Or to be sure. looking at you. Yeah. That dude wasn't even comfortable... Like on stage yet.
2: I think he's only been doing it for like a year, maybe two years. Oh, oh, God. He jumped so in the deep end with sharks. That, that is yeah. alarming. He he freaked out and then he ran and then I chased him for probably a block and then I just gave up. and Respect I <laughs> him. Just yelled out, Mike Myers kid did it, you put, <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: Damn. I mean, I remember the first time, probably only the third time I smoked weed. I'm trying to remember the first time I smoked weed. I only smoked like three times or four before I moved out here. Dang. But I definitely remember taking a gravity bong, and I mean, I I tried to call the cops because I thought a 7-Eleven was getting robbed. <laughs> 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 and, like, my buddy opens the door to the car, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, don't shoot. He's like, what? I'm like, oh, man. So, yeah, I can't imagine trying to go on stage. Yeah. How old were you in that? Like, 18? 18. I can tell you the night, because I found out at graduation practice that I was going to graduate, like, the next day. Yeah. So then we went over to this guy's house, and they were like, you know, they were a little bit older. They were like... <laughs> It's like Ted, you never smoke weed. Like you should smoke and I was like, I should smoke some weed. Why not? And they pulled out like a gravity oh, bong. Oh, you had a big day the next day. Yeah. I just remember <laughs> trying to play pool because it was like the dude's basement and we hit the gravity bong. And at one point, like I can't shoot pool. Like it's not happening. <laughs> and that's when he was like, Are you okay? And I'm like, I no. No. And then yeah, I was well, I was smoking with a guy named Stumpy. Oh. I can see how that can
2: be. Hitting do it. a gravity <laughs> bong? Yeah. Again, again,
1: it's like the third time I've ever been stowed. Oh my good
3: word. The 7-Eleven was getting robbed.
1: Yeah, I saw the 7-Eleven getting robbed, and look God, I'm a I'm a date myself. But the cell phone he had was like, remember, like the big box like cell phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like there was like a code. I, luckily, I couldn't figure out. But I'm trying to hit 911. I mean, I'm watching it getting robbed. I'm watching the guy walk out, and the dude opens the door, and he just goes to hand me a candy bar, and I'm like, don't shoot. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, wow. did you think your friend
2: robbed the store? Yes.
1: And you were going to rat him out. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't look like my friend. He had changed size and race.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do you know the name of this weed? Because I would love to try this weed.
1: (laughs) You know, when I tell that story, I'm still not positive it was just weed. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) So, yeah, that could be uh, scary smoking if you haven't smoked. Yeah, I could see it. Your first
2: time, though, it's like so much more potent, I feel. Oh, I got ripped my first time. My first time, I'm like a little embarrassed to say it, but the first time I ever got high was high off of a resin bowl. Uh,
3: You remember resin bowls? Yeah. Dude, I have a similar story. First time I got high, I was off Moroccan gold hash. That's nothing I like a resin bowl. <laughs> rye, that's like high level. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought hash and weed were the same thing, so we took it out of a bong. They are not. They are definitely not. Yeah, I did not know that. I, was, I thought it was like a synonym, you know? Right. So, yeah, man, I was just, I was destroyed. I was How like,
1: much did yeah. you cough if the first one was off a resin bowl? Because, I mean, um, that, you could be an experienced stoner, and that's still rough. Quite a bit, quite a bit. But I was
2: so happy. I, I was like, this is, it's like a, I found... I found what what's
1: what completes me. (laughs) This is is my thing. I was like, this is totally my thing now. (laughs) Yeah, like I smoked a couple, like a few times back east. One time was really fun, and then I moved out here and I was living with Miles and Thrill who smoked all the time. Oh yeah. So one day, but I always smoked after I was drunk, so I'd puke my brains out. Then Thrill (laughs) one day was just smart enough to be like, "Hey, it's like the middle of the day. Like let's just it was like a weekend. Like let's just smoke now." Right. And I remember him looking at me for what had to be seemed like to me a minute was probably ten minutes. And I finally stopped laughing, and he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Can you imagine if a nut ate a squirrel?" And then I was gone again. <laughs> like 10 minutes. But pretty much after that, I was like, "You know what? I like smoking weed.
2: <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun."
1: Yeah, and now I mean, I I, I love smoking weed. Crossfading's
3: always got me too.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty good at it now. But not me. I yeah, gotta but,
3: I gotta pick a lane. A lot of people are that way. Wait, what is that? Oh, cross crossfading. Like drinking when cross you're drinking and right, smoking right, weed, right. I always get the spins.
2: Yeah. Uh, it takes uh, it takes some fine finessing to master the crossfade. <laughs> oh, for sure, it's a couple so, of different energies going on. Exactly, you just got to time everything right. Mm-hmm. But back sometimes backwards. you still screw it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing it for years, and I'll still mess I'll mess it up every now and then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just
3: an old pro,
2: right? Right.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we're talking with uh, Tyler Smith, uh, host creator. Of the dope show, yeah. uh, so what should people expect on 4:20? Do you have experienced smokers? Do you are they non-experienced? So what am got... I going to see? I, I'm coming to the dope show. I've never been before. I am going to do something fun. 4:20 is what a, fr- a Saturday? Saturday. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. While you're doing two shows, I was thinking right. about you trying to do that in traffic on like a Friday. No Saturday. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Dude. I was
3: picturing the people leaving right. work early to be there at 4:20 to smoke weed with them and to go. And I was like, damn, dude, it's hard. Yeah.
2: It'll be intense. Uh, well, um, you know, I found that most of my fans don't have day jobs. So. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 420. On like a Wednesday, I probably could bring a crowd. But <laughs> but no, I'm excited because I got uh, two of my homeboys, uh, great comedians, Corey Michaelis uh, and Mitch
3: Burrow. All right. Um, I've heard the name Mitch Burrow before.
2: Yeah. he's a, a, He used to be a Marine, and now he's a comedian living down in L.A. Cool uh He's a great comic. Doesn't smoke a whole lot of pot. uh Neither does Corey, actually. So both those guys are pretty big lightweights. Is he currently a Marine? No. Okay. No. Cool. Did, no. If you see him too, you'd be like, "That's kind of a ridiculous." Did Mitch question. Burrow win the first <laughs> big guy? Now. <laughs> did I hang out? Has he done dope shows before? You guys were on the same show. I was yeah. about to say, wait a minute, <laughs> I know this guy. But yeah, he sure. he
0: did the first comedy competition. You guys just...
2: voted on him to win the first. Yeah, comedy I was going to say. Yeah. yeah okay, the, I remember. He won yeah, the yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Dope invitational. The first dick. Yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> um,
1: but watching the competition was great. I don't know that I'd want to judge something again. Yeah, I can see that's stressful. I, I it's just like plus because like, I knew a bunch of them, it was just
2: awkward. For me, so I had to get guest uh, you know, judges cuz they like hated you guys afterwards. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. I know not to feed in that self consciousness, but they were so mad. <laughs> like, see, I think I'm okay in that adults. role. <laughs> I'm a
3: judgmental asshole sometimes. Like, I was just like, well, oh, pretty good jokes. <laughs> oh I mean, no, I, I, feel like gu- I felt
1: guilty about saying like I never want to do that again for you. But now I feel confident <laughs> saying I will never judge you. Again for I you. Remember- well, I think
3: the problem is you know how hard it is. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I've never done it, so it's pretty easy to be like, well, oh, I could probably do better. But yeah, once right. you've, like, stepped in the arena, it's like, oh, dude, it's nothing but respect. Tens across the board. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, thanks, that,
0: Tyler. That one I- <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. I went up to, I saw one of the comics after one who didn't win, and <laughs> yeah. just, I really enjoyed their set, and I tried to tell them, and they knew I was a judge, and they didn't win, and they did not give a shit about my compliments. Like yeah. Yeah, it was right, very apparent. There was
3: a jet ski on the line. There
0: it was. Was and Nobody i put on the other side
1: because <laughs> I tr- I was in one of those like funniest people in Baltimore contest. Oh yeah. and, and same thing. Like afterwards, I went in the da- and the dude was just like, I'm not going to tell you how the scoring went. Like you don't want to know. Blah blah blah. And then finally he told me, and I was like, like seventh, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah,
1: I get it. Mm-hmm. Man, that is weird. I can't believe you
3: like fucking seven, Jim. Come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> Out of how many? Of
0: like 10. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, that was fire.
3: <laughs> I'd say it was a seven. <laughs> it was scary.
2: There was that one comic, uh, I know like the first year that when you guys were all judging on it, like uh, Susan Jones, she oh, crushed yeah. it. Yeah, She yeah. went over her time. Yep. Oh, that's crush. right. That yeah. wasn't even on us. It wasn't even on yeah. you guys. And I, I felt so bad because I was standing there with a stopwatch and everybody's looking over my shoulder. Because they're like, if she, they they all thought she was like the ringer, like she was gonna win it. Yeah,
3: rules, yeah. So rules.
2: As soon as she went over her time, everybody was just like, yeah. <laughs> there was like a mini celebration in her defeat. It was it was bad. Yeah.
3: Well, the <laughs> thing is, if you don't hold them to that though, then like everybody would have gone longer. Exactly. You know, everybody has more jokes, so you, you kind of have to, or else to it's not fair day, to everybody else.
2: To this day, she doesn't think she went over. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So she's, like, if I ever see her again, she does not want to say hello. I, she probably won't remember. <laughs> she remember that she jet did, ski. She remembers she that contest. Oh, well, God. She probably does. <laughs> she does bring it up quite often, but she blames <laughs> me, to be honest. She blames me. <laughs>
3: it's been like three years, but yeah, she still brings it up. <laughs> she still brings it up. <laughs> well, yeah, every sunny day, she's like, I could be on Lake Washington right now <laughs> on a fucking jet ski. <laughs> well... I don't know about her, her on that chess game. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah.
1: Well, I think, too, like, comedy's harder because you're, you're you physically can't like, you, mute laugh on that joke.
2: You <laughs> ask. <laughs> is
0: that what he turned off his mic? Uh, no, I was, uh, I was uh, trying to breathe, but goddamn, that was funny. <laughs> I was just saying, it's not
1: like sports either, where you could just be like, all right, you were the
2: fastest, you win. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's all to the, uh, it's, it's how the, uh, the crowd reacts. It's how you react to the jokes. It's just, uh... so when is Dick this year? We skipped it this year. All right. Hi, I know. I, uh, I just got too busy with the dope show and I, I passed on this year. But last year we did it again. We had the jet ski one more year, uh, which is always, so if you win the dope invitational comedy, you get $1,000 plus the jet ski. But uh, nobody goes to the jet ski. They just, there's like an extra bonus if you want, just more money instead of taking the the jet ski because it's not a great jet ski. Exactly,
1: these are comics that are still off, like for the most part, up and coming. So exactly, like, where am I going to put a, a jet ski in my apartment?
2: <laughs> it's like it's like a four hundred dollar jet ski. So I just offered them four hundred dollars, but I don't think anybody realized that the trailer it was on was worth like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> well, if you want to take it and sell it, you could probably
0: make more money, but. And it's just a fun pitch, like a bunch of comedians get a right. chance for a jet ski. Like, exactly. It, yeah, it's good you get to hold on to that.
2: Yeah, I ended up I got rid of the jet ski though, so it's, it's not going to be a prize anymore. Oh really? Yeah, it's gone. Was it <laughs>
0: yours or your uh, buddies?
2: It was. He gave it to me. Just got t- oh, <laughs> Yeah. I got rid of. I just the got
0: jet
3: tired t- of so many women, or it what? Was, <laughs> <laughs> it was.
2: It was just so much work. To you keep Just it pull pull up running. in the parking <laughs> lot. I don't.
3: It doesn't float, does it? Last time it did sink, but I think that no, was okay. my i think that was my
2: my flight it was it was my fault no, I
3: picture no. you just pulling it up near the boat ramp and hanging out you know, <laughs> looking cool uh one of my one of my other buddies he got a
2: he got a sailboat, so uh, it's it's just no comparing now. <laughs> so now I just go party on his boat and pretend it's mine.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. So now it's it, it was like girls in American flag bikinis, and now it's like girls with glasses. Exactly Is that where we're at. <laughs> Did we, wine and cheese.
1: We all have mutual friends that live on a boat. And like everybody in our crew goes over there, especially in the summertime when it's nice, and they just be like, "What are you doing?" Like, "Oh, I'm sitting over on their boat, hanging out." Right. right? Yeah. yeah. I knew another guy that had a sailboat, and I'm like I, I think we took it out once. Oh, my
2: buddy, he loves taking his out. No kidding. I hate. Like being a passenger on a sailboat. But you got to work. You got to work for one. And for two, it's like, it's like all over the place. I'm like, yeah, I just want to chill. I just want to lay on the lake and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not do anything. But riding in a sailboat, it's like in your buddy's car. He's doing donuts in the parking lot all day <laughs> long. You're just like, yeah. this is intense. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm Tax. Tax. <laughs> like, what? I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: Are you going to have the same lineup at both shows to Tacoma and Everett?
2: Um, I'm having a, I'm switching up a little bit. A little okay. Up. Um, I have backup headliners just in case
1: Corey and Mitch get too high.
2: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> That's really funny. that wouldn't
1: be a bad thing though. Like if they're too high to still trot them out and be like,
2: right. this is what happened at the first show." Sorry, you, you get two high sets. No, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, no like guarantees. If, if they became
3: like the openers, <laughs> exactly. Instead of, yeah, be funny.
0: Corey's really funny too. I've seen him in a, uh, a couple times now. Yeah, he's, he's great. awesome. He's doing great. Same with Mitch. Uh,
2: all these comics are gonna be great. We got another comic coming up from Portland named Jake Silberman. He's freaking hilarious. I love that guy. Um, so
1: four twenty p.m. in Tacoma, Tacoma Comedy Club, and yes. then the second show that night up in Everett. Where's that one at?
2: Everett Historical Theater. Oh, nice. Um, nice. And we've already sold out of the early bird tickets, and um, we're running low on balcony already. No kidding. kidding. So dope, yeah. man. good, yes. exactly so. for you. We just got floor seating left over, um, and they're they're gonna run out quick. Last year we sold out. We had about like six hundred people come out, um, so we're expecting the same this year. We just got to make sure you get your tickets early. <laughs> and for what it's
3: worth, I will say this: those shows are fun as hell and very funny. Like, like I was saying, I'll be a critic all day. Like those shows are a blast. So if you're kind of on the fence about it, you should go. It's a lot of fun.
2: It's a lot of fun. We get
1: to you know hang out.
2: It's it takes like a-, a
3: lot of effort to put them on too. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. It's a real pain in the (laughs) (laughs) It's a real pain in the Do you still do a lot of shows, like, for yourself? Or is it mostly dope show stuff? For
2: myself, yeah. Um, So I'm pushing my show out. And, like, with more states opening up uh, to legalizing marijuana, the further I can go with my show. All right. Um, So recently, uh, Michigan just opened up. Uh, So we got the show at uh, Mark Ridley's uh, Comedy Castle over in Detroit. Um, And just to make it more financially viable, I had to, like... Put on a weekend at a club um i think i'm doing a a weekend in like appleton wisconsin <laughs> oh nice um and then like the next day i'll be at mark ridley's so, so i'm trying to do that where i can get like at least you know seven shows
3: in a a weekend do you ever think about like <sighs> filming them and putting them up or do comics not want their stuff
2: some of them don't want it up but we've we've been toying with the idea of live streaming it yeah that'd um, be cool uh I just need to get a production team. I've been, like, toying with the idea. After April, we're going to be making some big changes just uh, on the production value. Like, uh, cool. we definitely want a live stream. Um, we really want a smoke machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just for, like, that. For the, the effect. effect. For the effect. So yeah. when they come back on stage, at least they can, like, pool some smoke behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, that me be tight. But, it, you know, we got a couple ideas for uh, to upping the production value for next, yeah, uh, cool. for the, I guess, in the rest of the year. I
1: mean, does it hurt a comic? Like, if that's their career, that there's a stream of them smoking weed? <laughs> You know, some comics won't do it because they're branded
2: as family-friendly comics, all right. and that they're clean comics, and they don't want to like ruin their brand at all. So they, uh, some of them, will ask for me not to take pictures of them smoking weed. Um, some of them just won't do it at all. And, I was uh, figuring
3: it was a material thing. Like, they didn't want the set they're working on to be online. Oh, yeah. for
2: for the filming, yeah. People don't want their material online a lot of the times. But if, as long as it's, like, a high production value, they really don't care because then they can use that to sell themselves a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um, so it really depends on where they are at in their career. Uh, but a lot of these comics are like, yeah, I'm still using this, so I don't want it to be online so people can see it before I can perform it in front of them type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That makes sense. You know? It's a weird dance because they want to – the popularity, exactly. You know, but they also, yeah.
2: It's it's like it's kind of a shame. But like uh, with music, I feel like it's so easy to get your your name out because you just you're gonna be playing the song that they heard. Right. Um, but if you see a joke from a comic, you don't necessarily want to see that live yeah, after you've seen it online. You're kind of like, well, what's new? Or maybe
3: if there's like a few that you've seen, but most of them you haven't. But if you've seen the whole set,
1: yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, and so. then there's some guys like I feel like Kreischer. Every show I go to, people are screaming. Drunk people are screaming. The machine. The machine. The machine. So it's like he can't do a set without doing it. Yeah, he
2: he talks about that how he's like kind of unfortunately pigeonholed into uh, where he always has to do the machine story. Yeah, but he's really trying not to. But I think that he gives into his fans so easily that he just does it anyways. But I've seen a few of his shows and I listen to his podcast all the time. And he, oh, uh, nice! He talks about that like crazy. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah, because like the last time I don't, he's always on BJ and Miggs, and then me and Miggs did a podcast with mm. him once, also with uh, G Scott. But yeah, he was. Yeah. Bert's always been super cool with us. But I I, I just wonder because, like, drunk people are just, like, screaming at him the whole show. And he's like, I'll get there. Like, just let me do my. And he's not mean about it, but you kind of, like, yeah, I mean, let, you know, like, you came to see him do a show. Mm -hmm. Let him do the show. Right. He'll close with the thing. I love that guy. I
2: have one small bone to pick, (laughs) just like a tiny bone. But he started a cooking show called Something's Burning. I've seen it. Oh. And yep. my fucking cooking show was called Something's yep. Burning. Had <laughs> oh, <laughs> that thought. It was out four years
3: before. Gotta buy those trademarks. Oh, I know. That was the one bucks. trademark
2: I didn't buy. <laughs> uh. I was like, dang it. But whatever. If you look at the intros, they're exactly like, I'm not going to say that he stole the show. But wow. there's a lot of similarities. <laughs> what's
1: what's What's the cardinal sin? Is it stealing a joke or is it using like, what they call joke jokes on stage. Like, what's worse? What's worse? I would say stealing a joke is way worse than using,
2: like, a street joke. All right. Uh, but either one is going to get you, like, talked about in the community Wait, for what's sure. What's a street joke? Like, uh, two guys walk into a bar type of thing. Oh, okay. Right, like, joke jokes. Like,
3: well, you're not up
1: there, like, t- you're just up there kind of telling jokes.
3: Yeah, as yeah I gotcha. to like-
0: That's, like, different than... One-liners, the guys. Are, some of the comics are more bouncing around and, and doing right. quick observational stuff versus longer form storytelling. Wait, I'm sorry. So, I,
2: maybe I'm misunderstanding. <laughs> Wait, no, you're talking about. I'm talking about like, joke jokes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, joke <laughs> jokes, just like telling a regular Like street, joke. Yeah, yeah. Right, jokes. like a knock knock joke or something like. Right? Yeah. No, nobody paid
1: to see it or came Both to those
2: sleep. are pretty. Like they're they're. But I would think so,
1: on some jokes it sounds similar, just because in radio we run into this all the time. Any radio person you talk to is going to say, we did this first or they right. did that first, right? Whereas I feel like a lot of times, like, I don't know, like, I mean, hell, there's jokes I'll say on the men's room and go home and watch a late night TV show. And they're basically saying the same joke. Yeah, because right. some
3: things have like an easy take on it. You know what I mean? Like right. Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, like there's only a couple directions to go there.
2: Yeah, I mean, there there is a, like that classic argument, but it's like I think if you tell something from your own perspective, if you have your own view on it, then it should be harder to imitate somebody else's work. But there's been times when I've told jokes about something that happened in the city, and some other comics told the exact same joke, and we we're, at, we were on the same show. It, the exact joke was about the uh, Chinese president visiting Seattle and how they mm-hmm. shut down all of I five. And we were just like, well, how bad of a driver do you think he is that we have to <laughs> shut down the whole freeway? And uh, like both of us made the same joke. And um, I was like,
3: that's just lazy writing on both of our <laughs> parts. <you know>? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I think there's jokes stealing. And then there's also sometimes when it's like, uh, they yeah. said one line that was the same or something versus like, you know, a whole exactly. series or whatever. Some comics will get like,
2: uh, I don't think a comic will understand. Like some of them are so egotistical or uh just i don't know neurotic that they just don't understand that somebody can have a similar writing style like i definitely wrote a joke um it was about cross pollinating white widow and train wreck and coming up with a new strain called courtney love and that <laughs> that's good. there was another <laughs> weed <weak> comic <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's pretty good <laughs> i sell it like so calmly i forget it's like a joke but uh that uh, <laughs> that joke uh, somebody else wrote it too like another weed comic and like he got right up in my face about it. And I was like, that was like one of the first jokes I ever wrote. That's like such an old joke. Like it's such an easy.
3: That's where it'd be nice to have those know. recordings though.
2: There is a recording, like, and it's in my first notebook. <laughs> like, oh, that nice. was literally like one of my first. Is that jokes. how it
3: goes
1: down? Like, guys are like cornering you backstage, being like you yeah. stole my joke. They'll be like, they'll be like, that's my fucking
2: joke. Like, when did you tell it? When's it? Like, when's your first recording of that joke? And then we just compare dates, and then like whoever no has the early recording is like, usually gets the joke, or they'll like duke it out or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, Damn. but it gets a pretty smoke intense. Off. Like, the joke writing, like, stealing jokes, it's, like, somebody's essence. It's, like, their work. So they get so pissed about that. Yeah, like, I feel that. Yeah, that's the thing they'll set off comics the most. I think it, I think it's just under stealing a comic's girlfriend. <laughs> like, Or just above, sorry, just above. Like, the next worst thing would be, like, trying to steal somebody's date.
3: Dang. It's so it's weird in, like, <laughs> yeah, in my profession, it's the opposite. Sorry, I don't know why that's <laughs> this is funny. It's just, like...
2: Oh, I'd man. rather like, have you try and steal my girlfriend than my jokes. Wait, like <laughs> I didn't steal
3: your jokes. Like yeah,
1: but we were married, Ted.
3: Like <laughs> so about that. It's just a <laughs> job, Tyler. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure why we're getting all bent out of shape. Just took <laughs> the punchline, not the setup. <laughs> <laughs> God, you were saying. Oh, I, <clears throat> I was just gonna say, in, in my line of work, it's funny. It's actually the opposite. Like usually, so like oftentimes, I see my work get copied. Um, mm-hmm. but usually when someone's copying it, you realize that if they are resorting to looking at what you're doing, then you're they are it. already behind. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause you're already innovating and working on your next thing or the next thing. And so like, you know, there's like, uh, I don't know, 10 to 15 like specific examples, like a big of things we did. And then you see the competitors do it either, you know, a week, a month, six months after whatever. And mm. I used to get upset about it. Like my first two businesses really pissed me off. But then I was just like, look, man, like if they're worried about that, like, and you're already onto some new shit, like, okay, cool. And so it's kind of cool that you can have like just little subtle influences on industries like that. They're like, oh, they slightly changed the way it was done, you know? So I don't know. I feel like people are always kind of like biting what works, which that's okay. Like I've, you know, I've shamelessly Mm -hmm. copied stuff from businesses from other industries and brought it into my industry. So it's not really copying, but it's like, oh, that idea works in the airline industry. Like let's try it in the hookah business or whatever. So, yeah, you know. I don't
2: know. I agree. Like I'll see some people kind of imitate <laughs> my marketing styles, and I'm like, it's frustrating, right? It's not really because I'm like,
1: <laughs>
3: thought you didn't care.
2: It's fine. <laughs> it's flattering, but it's frustrating. At first, it was yeah. I Pick would a say lane. at first it is kind <laughs> of frustrating, but then you realize that they're imitating you because you're a more successful version of you, them. Right? So they want to be. They want to have what you have. So I'm okay with it. Um, I just hope they would book me on that show. <laughs> you know? uh, so if they're going to make money off my ideas,
1: at least, you know, yeah, let
2: me uh, make some money off
1: that. Yeah, um, I mean, like, right, because like, in radio, like, if somebody used, like, lingo I'm using, <clears throat> I don't care as much. You know what I mean? Because, like, frankly, like, it's a bunch of radio people. So, like, I just think I'm funnier than they are. Right. So I'm like, well, <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to have a better joke, right, right, on something new. But I do get, I do get offended if somebody, like... It, it, uh, revisionist history is one thing that will annoy me i'll leave it at that <laughs> right what, what type
2: of lingo can i do you have any like a example like do you say tight on the radio and now somebody else not anymore
1: <laughs> no. but there's just sub words i would use that most people like wouldn't okay say. but also like i don't listen to the radio because i know like if i listen to like Jubal, i'm going to steal something from him but really? unconsciously trying not to mm-hmm. you know like how and, you say vietnamese <laughs> <laughs> right uh Yes, I mean, like, I don't know. I go back and forth. Sometimes it's like, oh, that's nice. Sometimes I'm like, I don't give a crap. Pick a
3: lane, man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell him it's all good. You said, in my business, it's great. I'm like, I agree with you on
2: that. Like, it's hard for me to watch other people's comedy, especially especially comics that I really like, because I'm like afraid that I would like subconsciously take a joke or take some sort of like noise or something from their set. So. I try not to watch everybody, but I have to watch everybody just because I want. I, I need to know what's working out there.
1: Yeah, sometimes so. I got to be careful, even just watching like a ESPN, right? Like I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like first take and somebody says something about an athlete, like, like I'll sometimes if I retell that story, I'll almost try to name check them on the men's room, so I'm just like not blatantly stealing it, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of good thoughts and stuff out there from a bunch of people. Mm, fair
3: enough. All right, yeah. <laughs> 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 Come, got some emails. <laughs> yeah we got a bunch uh hey guys first time emailing but I've been listening for years and had to tell this story. Oh God I thought that was open Sorry, I knocked over my water bottle um, can't. my most cringy moment uh, was I was smoking weed in the back seat of my friend's car and started coughing and out of nowhere a projectile vomited. I was able to close my mouth but it was too strong <laughs> too strong <It> shot out <laughs> onto the back seat headrest and the back of my friend's girlfriend's head oh. it was the most awkward thing that's ever happened to me. There were chunks stuck in her hair, and I had to sit there for 15 minutes while we drove her home to drop her off to shower. <laughs> as soon as we dropped her off, we all started laughing because we were stoned, but I was still embarrassed as hell, and we'll never forget that moment. Love the cast and look forward to it every week. Matt.
2: That's so Dude, funny. hell yeah.
3: Dude, I've seen that once. Uh, you know my buddy
1: that smoked all the time, he was smoking a blunt, and he just started coughing and just out of nowhere, he just started puking.
2: I've done it at least four times. Really? <laughs> You cough so hard it makes you vomit.
0: The only times that's happened to me, I had it was cross fading, and it was like, yeah, I had no no need to be smoking weed after drinking that much. <laughs> there was, when I was in
2: high school, I made a four person hookah out of a old like giant Coca Cola piggy bank, you know those old plastic ones that they yeah. used to sell at Zoomies and stuff. Um, so I went to Home Deep's, got some tubes and some pipes, and like made this giant four person hookah. And my buddies and I, we all sat around it. And we, like, started, like, just each pulling from this, like, probably, like, a four-gram bowl. And, like, we could, like, the smoke filling the clear, like, Coca-Cola piggy bank was just slowly, like, it was, like, water and vinegar. Just kind of, like, this super thicky white smoke. And as soon as it hit the hoses, it went into, like, like, you could just see it just go into each person's mouth. And all four of us vomited at the same time. (laughs) God. (laughs) Like, there was some sort of flaw (laughs) In the the construction of this hookah, and there was like melted plastic That's smoke. That we it was plastic. So we were, like all just took like a huge hit of melted plastic and just instant vomited.
3: I was so glad it wasn't my house. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Like the moments like that where then like afterwards everyone just looks at each other like, oh man, like, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> should, we, should we keep smoking? <laughs> yeah,
2: what did you do? Uh, I stopped. I grabbed a nug out of the bowl, like out of the bowl piece. And I was like, I'm just going to take it and like smoke it out of a pipe or something. But the other two, there's two that were like, we're going to make this work. And they just kept going at it. But they were like coal miners by the end of that (laughs) session. Tyler, <laughs> it's good. You yeah, should try we this.
3: Have, we used to have, I we haven't <laughs> talked about it that much Hit so, this yeah, on the cast, but I used to um, work at a couple of hookah lounges in the Seattle area. And we used to have people come in and put weed in the hookahs all the time. Mm. And it was always like instantly, like, of course, like instantly, the entire hookah lounge smells like weed. Like, you have to go over and like pull it off. You have to break the bowl because like they check it, whatever. And it's just like, dude, come on, man. Like, just smoke outside and come in. Right. But.
2: Yeah. That's a great way to get high though With the cisha. It's like So I've been told uh, I think the math is You get 30% higher Read that in an article <laughs> It's gotta be true <laughs>
1: i think harvard's about to put out a paper on it i don't know some pretty scientific <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> i remember when had those he was like hey man seriously do not
3: smoke weed out of them it's like a legal thing <laughs> yeah um, was like you right, can smoke right. a joint in here like don't put weed in the f-ing hookah right sorry that's fine <laughs> <laughs> still drives me nuts <laughs> dude it's like five f- f- all right the thing that drives me nuts is like they're hand-shaped bowls from egypt man like we had to get them flown in every um, time we do it it's like yeah five bucks gone Green's of the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. <laughs> Long time listener. You can tell that it's really chat my ass for years. We had for nine years. Like it was like, come on. Um, especially since I like to be a home for stoners, wayward stoners. You know what I mean? It's like a place they can go and actually hang out, it's not a bar. All right. I'll bring my own hookah ball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. That'd be a power move. Lay <laughs> so, you up. Know, got my own. <laughs> yeah, we brought it ourselves. Just like, smoke on, player. <laughs> Long time listener. First time emailer. Answering Cobb's call to action. Sorry if I spelled your name wrong. You did. It's two Bs. No worries. Um, topic of D names. What? Oh, we were talking about uh, naming uh, like anthropomorphism. However you say that word. Does anyone know how to say that? Are we just talking about naming our penises? We're talking about naming inanimate objects. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Fair is enough. that what that word is? Anthropomorphism? Pr- no? Tyler? Uh, nah, no. Wrong person. Uh, I don't know man. how to say <laughs> that. <laughs> like, uh, the Smiths are out on this one. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the topic <laughs> any of- syllables or
2: any more than four syllables, I'm out. <laughs> on the topic of
3: D names, my, wife's, uh, my wife named mine Excalibur. After your discussion it inspired me to come up with a line, uh, I then went home to tell my wife. I told her that the name was perfect because it was the magical sword that could only be wielded by the chosen one. She laughed right along with uh, me, and we said for the millionth time in the last four years that this is why we were married. Much love to all you guys. Please keep doing what you do, and LARP on. Patrick, a.k.a. Sticks, Not a reference to the band. Nice. That's kind of funny. Yeah, That's Excalibur? Cool.
0: Damn. That'd be cool to have a girl name it for you. Like, cause I, I, mine doesn't have a name. I just never named it. But like, if a chick liked it so much that she felt compelled to give it a name, yeah, that's a good yeah. compliment for that. Especially Excalibur. That sounds badass. Congratulations. What was yeah. his name? Patrick. 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 Or maybe yeah. she
1: just has really strong kegel muscles in- and. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only one person can pull this, remove this penis <laughs> from this stone.
1: I, sorry, I'm sorry, Patrick. I know that's an awesome nickname. I just it just always makes me think of kegels. I remember the first time I was with a girl that I was just like, "What are you doing?" It's like I can't get out of here
0: in a good way.
1: <laughs> that's I gotta am be f-ing trapped,
0: Megan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's gotta be like a beautiful d- though. It's named Excalibur, right? Yeah. <laughs> this I must have like like a jeweled condom or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's
3: got a little crown that he puts on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well here's the thing though okay, same question flipped. flip <laughs> have you guys ever named someone else's private part? I doubt it nope no I guess not uh no fair enough yeah I've only named one and it's not someone I've ever slept with the penis flytrap <laughs> three do? of the people in this room know her. I won't tell you who it is though I um, guess that I'm not the person <laughs> I'm the person who doesn't know. <laughs> Uh, well, that's how you get stuck in it, I know it. That's how we get stuck in <laughs> the so Peter's off. off the mics. <laughs> <laughs> Those are off, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. I know. Are you they're sure they're off? off? <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> I really hope they were off. Uh, they were? Gentlemen, I forgot to set this one last week. You're uh, just still off, Matt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All the way off. Well, Matt, here's the
3: other thing. Like, if you, all right, so your girlfriend listens to this, right? Yeah. And you're talking about how like your D doesn't have a name, but like, what if you're not happy with the name she gives it? I think we Wait. should call it the Plunger. Oh, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Everton it alone, last guys. Week. Wow, she's the plunger. out there tweeting about it. Wait. She tweeted about it? What did you plunge out of her? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, here's the thing is, my man is flying dangerously, no insurance, no plunger at the house, despite living with his girlfriend. Okay, that's dangerous. We have bidets. Yeah.
2: That's still. Oh, oh. Less
0: toilet paper, less issues.
1: I mean, that is less, but I'm sorry, man. Like, I I just couldn't live in a world... There's
0: been close calls, I've told you. I've had double-flesh productions, you know, but like, uh, yeah, it's... I have a bidet. Yeah, I bought a plunger two weeks ago. I I remember. I do notice that my, my
1: plunger is kind of dusty ever since it got that bidet. I mean, that's good. Mm. I'm just saying we all still have one. Yeah, yeah it's for it's sure. a safety chute. Yeah, still there. Right, again, the main chute is packed correctly. But I'm going to go ahead and b- pack up the second one. Safety chute? What do you call an s- extra chute, a parachute? Auxiliary. Auxiliary chute. You
0: used it last week. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: God damn it. But yes. what do you do though if somebody like throws a throws a name that you don't like on it? If a woman
1: names my penis, that means we're banging consistently, I'm fine with it.
3: <laughs> Even if she names it like, I don't know, Tiny Tim. Thank you. <laughs> There's something oh. Like that. <laughs> Where's Tiny Tim? Well, Tiny Tim, he did work hard. <laughs> Bring out Tiny Tim. Like, that's that's tough to maintain your composure. Oof, yeah, that would up, that would upset, I take man. Tom Thumb over Tiny Tim. <laughs>
2: i probably, I would name her body part after something she didn't, I would know she wouldn't like. And I'd be like, well, why don't we just rethink this whole naming thing? Like, I would name it, like, after my, I would name her vagina after my (laughs) (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Nice passive-aggressive move, I like that. (laughs) yeah i'm with you like it's
3: pretty aggressive actually (laughs) it's pretty aggressive yeah
1: and if i've had a couple beers i might just fire off something like well i'm gonna call it tiny tim like all right good jungle rot (laughs) 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 maybe you should have thought about this
3: i always come back to it i'll never understand why you're single Gentlemen, forgot forgot to send this one last week. <laughs> I am too. It is what it is. Um, this moment was so embarrassing. Uh, I'm not going to include my name on this one, but I guarantee you will enjoy my suffering. I was texting with my lady friend on a Friday, getting excited for the weekend, as weekends always uh, include a trip to Funky Town, if you know what I mean. I wound up sending a text about my enthusiastic enjoyment and anticipation of mouth hugs, including my preferred target for the inevitable sticky results. Immediately after hitting send... <coughs>
0: Oh, no. I, immediately oh, no. after hitting
3: send, I realized I had sent it to the wrong person my mom.
0: Oh, oh no.
3: I'd like to say this was when uh, I was a randy teenager 20 years ago. <laughs> <coughs> but no, it was within the last two years. It was also two days before Mother's Day. So I couldn't just go incommunicado for a few weeks until the shame diminished. Oh, it was no. so, mortif- so, so mortifying that my hands are shaking badly as I type this just from the memory. Oh. Easily the most embarrassing, cringe worthy moment of my life. At least now the cast, an audience of the greatest podcast and all the land, can enjoy the story, and <laughs> Ted's over here reading his name and is off the computer, uh, can enjoy the story, and some good can come from my utterly terrifying experience. Wait, Far bomb, boys. What was the photo of? No, no, he, no it, he's texting his girlfriend
1: about a mouth hug. Okay. And then where he's going to deposit- okay. The inevitable so, sticky results. But he sent it to his mom. So, so you made met- full text? Oh, <laughs> That's God. not so
2: bad. I thought it was like a picture. <laughs> I thought he, he like, to- on something, and then he's like, I'm going to put this in your mouth and oh, <laughs> send that God. to his mom. Like a tribute? <laughs> yeah, something like, I don't know. Like, get ready, girl. <laughs> like, you see how much is in the shot glass?
3: And <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing three other dudes. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> German. Um, so on the last uh, cast, we were talking about basically, like, what is something that people think will go really fast but takes a long time or whatever, something like that, right? All right. Um, like what is the, like doing one push up and not having a six pack of your industry? Uh, Hey fellas, regarding the cop topic, one very blatant example of why am I not an overnight success is jujitsu. There are a lot of martial arts out there that hand out belts like candy or even worse. will let a student pay a fee to reach the next belt color. In some sports, you can reach black belt level in just two years, but jujitsu is not one of those sports. I've been grinding hard training five to seven times a week, and I'm still only halfway through the second belt color. I love every second of it so much so that I've quit my job to pursue it full time. My favorite thing to ask is, you know how late it takes the average, uh, you know how long it takes the average person to get their back belt black belt, and they respond with how long. And I say the average person never gets their black belt. It takes a lot to stay dedicated to anything in life, and with that uh, instant gratification mindset, a person could never truly succeed in anything. Thanks again, boys, for creating the greatest podcast on the land. All the land. Greetings from LiveWire MMA and Matt uh, Cobble couple Oh, we had him
0: in. Alfie.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a cool guy.
3: Nice. Dang.
1: Alfie, go for it, man. That, yeah, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is crazy. And that is, that is a, I, mean, I think I brought this up before. That's why BJ Penn is the prodigy. Because he got his in like three or four years. Now, granted, it comes with a caveat. Hmm. He had... His family had enough money so he could pay to train every day, day in and day out, for like three and three or four years to get it. Wow. But that's why he's the prodigy.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's he's done fighting, correct? Yeah, he still shows up once in a while, but I'm pr- I hope he's done. That's kind of how I felt about um, what's that guy? Uh, Chuck Liddell? Like he came back for that fight with Tito Ortiz outside of you know outside of outside the UFC because yeah. obviously they wouldn't let him do it. And like from what I've heard, the UFC wouldn't let him do interviews anymore because he's like punch drunk, you know?
1: Yeah, it's oh, tough. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with some of those guys, but also like tell them to stop fighting, but also like you know it, it's hard for any dude. You know what I mean? All you know is that.
2: How's yeah. It, I, I mean, how's this guy going to make money just pursuing jujitsu? Is there like, can you live off that?
1: I mean, I guess if you're going to be a professional fighter, you're going to train and teach other people in classes. Okay. I and mean, you could be a coach and do that.
2: You got to get creative.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: but it's tough. Yeah, I mean, that's what people most run, the people who run
2: gyms.
1: There is. But most of yeah. the fighters that you see and stuff, you know, uh, that's what they do on the side is coaching. Now, uh, some of them like them, Some of them don't. Like our buddy Drew Brokershire loves coaching. He runs the gym now full time. He still fights, but runs a gym. So that leans himself to that. Speaking okay. of Drew and his gym, by the way, uh, next week we'll have in Tim Lewis, who's fighting down at the next oh, cool. uh, cage sport MMA. Nice. Uh, Yes. I mean, right for Al. You know what, Alfie? Email us back. How, how are you going to make a career out of it? I like it. Yeah. Simple enough. All right, we got Tyler Smith sitting in with us, uh, the creator, host of The Dope Show. Don't forget, on 420, there's two shows, first in Tacoma. That's a Saturday afternoon, by the way, at 420, and then up at Everett. Later that night at, like, what would you say, 830? 830. It says 8, but it'll probably be 830. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, feel like, I feel like the 420 show that starts at 420, you got to be in there at 420, but also, yeah. I feel like anything associated with stoner should start a few minutes late. It'd probably be a little late. I'm yeah, not, I, I, it'll be a soft eight start. <laughs>
2: but the four twenty one, that'll be exactly at four twenty. Yeah, because that's like a we'll thing.
1: Get out of there! Uh, before we get to what's matting in, your whole life <laughs> is kind of wrapped up in in the weed culture. What do, do, does Pretty anybody much. decide what the full the the true origin of four twenty is?
2: Um, I've heard. So many stories. Well, I've, I think I've heard one story repetitively. It was about some kids in the suburbs in California. Right. They'd that's the one I've heard. Up. Yeah. What is it? I don't know that one. Like, uh, that they just always met up to smoke th- weed at 420.
1: Right. It was like their smoke spot they went to all the time. I thought like I had heard time. that it was like Hitler's birthday or something like that.
0: Well, April 20th is Hitler's birthday. I yeah. Mean, that's why I smoke
1: We're- weed.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> uh, let's, let's not end it there, don't end it there. No, 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 no. Look
2: <laughs> so, no, no, no. at you, <laughs> <using>? <laughs> Ted that laugh, he's like, he's nervous. <laughs> switch
1: segments, Matt, switch segments. Hey no, no. Hey what's, what's hey, what's what's
3: hey, what's good, what's man? Whoa. Check out what's mattening. Hey, what's good, what's Uh
1: Before we get to what's
0: mattening. Hey, guys.
1: what's good, what's man? Whoa.
0: Check out with what's happening. Well, it was a fun weekend. (laughs) Sorry. Thanks for the name, yeah. by the way. Thanks to Ruben for that song. Like, it's really evolved. It's fun. That's great. Um, so, I, mean, I
1: always forget. The originator of that is here. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The
0: tower came up with it. Um, <laughs> you might be the
1: most important guest ever to be on this podcast. Seriously, right? You're, I think you were one of our first guests. Like no You're way. the only guest that hooked us up with merch. But yeah, I was going to say. I got
0: shirts now. Uh, Will we
1: even make sure to take a picture tonight? Is that
2: not standard? Because oh, yeah,
0: I could stop
1: doing that. No,
2: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, you were just yeah. the first. You're the, yeah. We,
0: I throw the rest of them away because you're the only one that are sick enough to keep in my wardrobe. Perfect. Uh, Friday night, went to T Mobile Park for the first time. It was dope. I liked seeing the bricks behind home plate. I think that's a classy addition. Um, and Ted, how do you feel about those? I do,
1: are we talking like in the.
0: Behind home plate, the backstop? Have you not seen that?
1: Oh, do they? We you got what? bricks
0: now. Huh? Yeah, I think it looks great. Okay, I started you just... about it. I was like, we got bricks now, like a like a belligerent, not drunk guy. I was so pumped about it.
1: I guess I never noticed they didn't, but you're right. Like a lot of people put them in afterwards.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like yeah, I, I was having fun with it, but I th- I think it looks cool. It's like yeah, I mean, most we're basically copying all the historic ones that have had bricks for decades or hundreds of years. But I'll take it. it looks yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: but T-Mobile, that is a great ballpark.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Time. I kept
1: correcting people all weekend as I kept bringing it up. Some people get real fired up about the color pink. Hmm. So I was like, hey, what do you think about the thing? People were like, well, this or that. And I was like, it's magenta,
0: buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's
0: a fun correction. Um, so that was fun. The Mariners lost. Um, but we were sitting dead center, last row, like out in the bleachers, which is just an awesome perspective. Nice. And um, mm-hmm. watched the ninth inning from behind home plate. They'll let you go into the – we asked the lady that's like the – what do you call him? The Usher? Usher, yeah. We're like, can we go down there? It was the... Towards the end of the eighth, she's like, wait till the ninth. So be respectful. Don't sneak in there. They'll let you in in the ninth. Um, just ask. What? <laughs> I've just
1: pictured her being like – this is my confession. You could go in there in the ninth inning. I don't know. I just thought they read Usher jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. So that was, uh, yeah, that was fun. We went with Cass and Jeff. And then we went to. Uh, what up, Jeff? Yeah. So we what went Cass? to the Great Wheel afterwards because we were just like walking away from the crowd and we ended up by the Great Wheel and there wasn't right. a line and it was way less expensive than we thought it was going to be. And always want
2: to be I've always wanted to go on it, never been on it. Either yeah. have I. It was yeah. fun. I, Same.
0: I mean, I don't know that I would like plan for it, but if you just wind up down there and have some time and there's not a long line, like why not? Um but there's definitely some Saturdays in the summer where I want to stay the as far away as possible from that thing. So Yeah, I yeah.
1: had like friends visiting town once and they were like, Hey, we're gonna get on the Great Wheel, and I was like, Cool. Ivers is like the block, the pier over. I'll be in that bar drinking when you're, <laughs> yeah, when you're done there. Come grab uh, me.
0: Depending on the line, it might be pretty <laughs> shit house. by right? Um, So that was fun. I tweeted about it, but there's a time when one of the races was going on on the, the center field scoreboard behind me, but I couldn't see it. But I could, I was eating Cracker Jacks, and I could tell that there was something going on behind me, and everybody's like looking right at me and starting to cheer. And, like, as the cheers are turning to roars, like, right as the hydro boats were hitting the finish line, I threw a Cracker Jack up and caught it in my mouth right as the crowd went wild and just <laughs> felt like a badass. It was a real fun little moment for me out there. And Sounds kind of like you were
1: like the just... drunkest guy at the game, but
0: you don't dress <laughs> yeah, for me. Like, that was damn, the... <laughs> Chris, thank you. I'll catch
1: your popcorn.
0: I must it's be on the screen up there. I can't see. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, I went over to a local artist named Casey Brookbush who does some awesome work. He knows Thrill. All right. um, he did that... Uh, picture of angus that we had in the old studio oh yeah that red one he's an awesome local artist he was having a barbecue that turned into a party a bunch of uh, local musicians and artists from bands that i've mentioned a million times on here but had a great time with them um that like i said started this barbecue kind of turned into a party and ate up the rest of the night and then uh sunday went over to my parents helped out a little bit over there they just had you know it's like hey good to see you guys and they're like oh cool get to work because <laughs> Yeah, we we need your muscles. Carry this here. Do that. So, but it was fun to see him. And uh, yeah, I went and got Red Robin with my dad and my girlfriend, and had a pretty nice little Sunday. Nice. How many things <clears throat> of price? Nice. We got. They took too long on the bottomless refill, and That's by how the they time they you. by the time they showed we're talking up. Talking about it for years. By the time it showed up, we were already full. We were satisfied. We That's the strategy. We didn't need more. I mean, the yeah. last time I was in no were,
1: accident with the family Cobb. This waiter was on it. He brought us, like, before the meals even came out, he was bringing out things of fries. They can
0: mm-hmm. do that because they know you're going to order them. Like, start the bottom list then. I've had a waiter yeah. do that, too, and it was awesome. I think it was at the one by the Great Wheel, actually. Well, see, that yeah.
3: guy was playing for tips rather than playing for corporate. A lot of them, though, are playing for corporate, and they're just like,
0: this, you yeah. delay it. Yeah, yeah. this, this, this one might have been playing for <laughs> corporate. The service could have been improved a little bit. There was just a few. It, look, I get it, but... It just wasn't that crowded in there. In her defense, every time I looked, she she looked like she was staying busy, but maybe just like they were understaffed or not as efficient. But sometimes it's slammed and you're just like, okay, understood. This was about as quiet as I've ever seen a red robin. So <laughs>
1: I still love the robin.
0: It's still All great, right. yeah. I, I just love looking at their menu, and then I always get the barbecue chicken wrap or the BLTA. But I just like looking at everything else like, wow. Oh, and then Damn. when
1: they come, That's, I panic, I, and I'm like, I'll take what I know I mm. like. It's tough not to get a burger, though. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of burgers, I went to a cool sports bar. You guys ever been to Rookies? No. Over in, like, Never the-, in the like, uh, I think it's, like, Central District? No. Or Yeah, but we were- uh, My team, the Flying Hellfish, got a W this week. We got three points to the public. Nice. Get it. Congratulations. Uh, we, <laughs> we went over there afterwards, had a good time, and uh, uh, it was- Either way, it's a cool sports bar, man. If you're over in that n- neighborhood, go go check it out.
3: Are you and that old guy cool,
1: Bob? Yes. Okay. So Tyler, I'm playing in this pub league on Sundays now. Half field, six okay. guys, right? So, man, I'm fresh. Either way. So this guy's 72, 73. He absolutely gets trucked. I come over and he's like, "You taking the free kick?" And I just kind of go, "Yeah, I'm taking it." So then I see him this week and I go, "Hey, Bob," like, "My bad, man. That was your kick. I shouldn't have taken it." You know, like it's like, "I don't, I don't know <laughs> protocol," and he's kind of like, oh, "All right." And then we do a few drills and he comes back over and he's like. Basically, he was like, no worries. He's like, if you were confident, you could do it. Like, whoever's whatever's best for the team. And I was like, all right. So even though I strained or kind of a, diplomat. Mild, a mild strain, yeah, you're probably, he probably still hates me as much as the people in the contest do, uh, I still took all the corners, even though my quad was killing me this week. <laughs> Dude, you should see, I can actually swing a corner in pretty decent. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. Are you in a, you're, this is soccer? Yeah.
2: And the, your teammate seventy two. Correct. It's a pub league. Everybody's it's welcome. A pub league. <laughs> it's faster than it sounds. <laughs> Just pry.
1: I need to see
2: this, <laughs> dude. I'll awesome tell you what. In a, in a
1: week or two, I'll start announcing where the games are. <laughs> dude, come watch. I mean, it's. It, I will say this, and this is not an insult to anybody in the league, because I'm in the league. Mm-hmm. The the play the pace of play is a little slower than you're used to if you watch soccer. I love it. Right. I love it. <laughs>
2: Can oh, I uh, tell you guys something crazy happened to me this weekend? Go for it. <laughs> I uh, was performing at the parlor with uh, John Reap this last weekend, and I was uh, on stage in the early show Saturday, and about 15 minutes into my set, somebody had pulled the fire alarm to the building, and they had to evacuate the building like while I was on stage. <laughs> and that's like... Bellevue Square, so that didn't was, mean that'd that be a thousand people. It it was like the whole theater came out, like the whole bowling alley, then there's the no parlor. From that. it, well, that's what we were thinking. We're like, man, there's nobody that's gonna come back into the show after this because it's like 200 people. But it was 20 minutes into the show, maybe. But um uh then somebody pointed out yeah but we have all their credit cards so
3: <laughs> but so, so did you have to re- yeah, did you have so- to
1: restart your set or
2: did you just say all right I'm done they uh, it was kind of a bummer cuz they were like um, we're just going to cut you put the host back on and we're just going to bring the headliner on cuz we are already like time. 20 yeah, minutes out yeah it was out, the time so yeah. that's that's reasonable i was like that's fine i really wish i could finish that joke cuz i was doing so good but, yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> It was it was good enough to hear. Like the host made a joke. He goes, uh, "Sorry, we had to fire Tyler," and then the crowd just booed him. And I was like, "Oh, that, that makes me feel good." <laughs> so, That's pretty good. Well, they brought John up. It was just a crazy night. I've never had a fire alarm pulled uh, during a show. Classic Bellevue, man. It happens over there all the time, right? Eastside stuff. I just figured the headliner got nervous, didn't want to follow me. It's doing too good. <laughs> So shut it
1: down. Shut, what? it down. shut it down.
2: Get him off stage right now. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, man. I think it's about that time. Boop, a doop boop, boop. Cob topic. Cob topic. Which I mean- we blatantly stole that from Hot Pockets <laughs> from Jim Gaffigan. All right.
3: Sorry, Jim. Save your emails. <laughs> um, all right. So I mean, I feel like in well, I guess we're in a different studio than we usually are, but in this studio, generally speaking, you know, we talk about shit. <laughs> We got yep. an extra man joining us here yeah. today. All right. So, I was thinking about—I don't know—just like it's been—it's been, it's been testosterone fuel the week. Let's just say that. Been lifting some weights. Been eating some red meat. Nice. Basically, the cop tag I'm trying to get to, trying to get to, is what is one thing that's universally known by every man that probably isn't known by women. My example for you would be like urinal protocol. So, like, you know when you go to, like, I don't know, there's a bank of, like, I don't know, six urinals. Like, every guy knows which one they would choose if they're the first one in there, which one if they're the second one in there. Like, we're all thinking about the right ones. Which one, if you're the third in there, like, how the process flows. So, yeah I mean something I was, that's kind of universally known amongst men that women may not be privy to.
1: Maybe they don't know that we, like, put our names in the snow when
3: we're peeing. Oh, yeah. That's right? good.
1: Like, I can't imagine not doing that. Yeah. Like I, I use mine like a little paint stick. Yep. Like oh, Every yeah. time I pee, I'm kind of aiming up, aiming down. Kinda. That
3: Or you like, burrow a hole. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a classic. Too. Yeah, like
1: trying to that's knock off funny. that one piece of poo in the back of the toilet, like yeah. you're that's, in a
3: stall. It's a great game. I'll take care you're of that. Or peeing that's through the great... ice in like the, what's that ball? Oh, uh, at the five point. Yes, yep. thank you. I love peeing to
2: on that ice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I heard <laughs> that millennials can't write in cursive. Like it's kind of like losing its pool. Yeah, they don't use it, but they can type fast as hell. So- I mean, how how are these kids gonna pee in the snow and write their names? That's my first concern. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah,
0: you're gonna pinch between every letter. You that's have a painful. bunch of like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's going on? Oh. This is just. It's gonna be sloppy as hell. Because
2: <laughs> it looks great when I do it in cursive, but if you're just reading go print, it's just I don't know. I, I don't know if I could pull off like Arial New Piss yeah. box. <laughs>
3: Bookman Old Style. Exactly. Papyrus.
2: I told okay. a girl something that she never knew that guys have to deal with, and it like um, she almost threw up in her mouth. I think, but if you've ever sat down on a toilet and your the tip of your penis has gone into the the bowl water, oh, yeah, yeah, god, and, like, god, oh. that, even just touch the inside of the just bowl, just touch oh. the inside oh. or anything. I'm like, oh god, that's that's Instant a nightmare shock that we have to deal with. <laughs> and you gotta wonder how much should I wash this before. Somebody yeah. touches it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, totally. I just well all right. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know what women know about this. I don't know if this is something that every guy deals with, but um uh, one time, I'll call it in the last six months or so, I found myself in public and I looked down at my hand and there was a little like piece of tissue stuck to it from you know, the sh- earlier. <laughs> you use tissues to clean up. Well, I'm it might savage. have toilet paper. I'll use <laughs> around, tissue or toilet paper.
2: You got to get towels, man. Dude, and a our towel wet wipes just wipes or for something. that. Don't you work in a no, gym? Wipes,
0: oh, my God. <laughs> wet wipes are not as absorbent as Kleenex or it's tissue. Not,
3: I mean, it's not really about the absorbency. It's about, like, the like the clearance. Wait a minute. Are
1: we not washing after we wipe? Well, usually, but I guess Yeah, dude, I shook your door. hand. I was in a
0: rush.
2: And you just do one of these and and pause. I was like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big, going with you. <laughs> 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 I had a busy day. I don't remember the, all the context, but I just remember being like, "Oh, I got to deal with." But I was like, I, uh, "Do people notice that?" Like, and I was like, "I don't think Chicks would know what that's all about." So no, no chance. No. But that's something you gotta look out for as a guy.
3: Dude, another one I would say <laughs> is the head nod, like down or up. Universal protocol. Yeah, up, up nod, down nod. Like they mean different things to different people in different contexts. And both of them essentially mean like, you know, well, I mean, I guess the whole thing like goes back to like the days of like knights and people with swords where like, you know, obviously the handshake you're shaking with your, your sword hand to basically be like, we're cool. I'm not preparing to fight you. Mm -hmm. Well, like that's still a very real thing. Like there's some handshakes you have just throughout life that are like kind of intense and have that like undercurrent of a threat of violence. I would say you guys ever experienced this. Yeah, like when somebody tries to, like, dominate you. Yeah, they're, like, kind of trying to intimidate you, but they're, like, we're cool, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's always Trump things, right? right." He
1: kind of slowed down. Forever, he was trying to pull everybody into him. Yeah. But then we have a mutual friend that told a story about some giant CEO that basically, like, forced your hand down. Yeah, does the handshake? Like, I dominate you. Sorry. Hmm. Yeah. And handshakes are weird, too. I always try to give a firm one and look somebody in the eye, but then some people are thrown off by it. Like, oh, man, that's a really strong handshake. Not not really, but so you're supposed to shake hands. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, we've talked about it with like with black dudes not knowing how to go in for the handshake or the daps or whatever. I've been running into that left and right with white people. I just started... I don't think
1: it's black I think it's white people trying to shake hands yes. with black people that get confused. That's right. what it but is. But I've
0: seen it happen with like like now white people are so confused that they don't even know we don't even know what we're doing with other white people. Like Well it depends on the relationship though, in all fairness.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like if I dap you up that means like either we've just met and I think you're cool or like I don't know how to explain it. Like right, for me there is a, a judgment level.
0: Right. I and can go down line a line of four people situation? one dude no, might what? get the dab. Mm. Right. Yeah. So there's there's like different protocols depending on but I just find like I start getting confused and just going for the hug every time. It's like <laughs> it. I'm a hugger. That's all right. But I like you guys because we just do the double double fist. Double um Lance and I do low five, so it's nice to have some some friends that it's like, we, I know what we're doing. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
3: Can we call it something other than the double fist? <laughs> <laughs> double tap. So the double tap yeah. with the fist or something. Double fist bump, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Just, <laughs> I <laughs> can see why you want to re you guys double fist. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the double fist.
1: Uh, all right, so Tyler, uh, besides the dope shows coming up on 420, I uh, remember 420 in the afternoon, down in Tacoma, then up in Everett. Soft eight o'clock. Soft eight. You should be there early. <laughs> If you're paying for a ticket. Uh, You also have a show on the 17th at the J&M. Another dope show. Oh. Another day, another dope show. And then another dope show in Spokane on 421. On 421, another dope show. And
2: then Portland. And then Portland. One more dope show. (laughs) All right, getting them all in. I respect that. Getting them all in one weekend so I can use the same people, which is really nice. And uh, all those those shows are uh, monthly. They just happen to fall on the same weekend, which is great. Dude, that'd be kind
3: of cool if we had one like at least one listener from the the podcast at each show. Like that'd not cool. the same guy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. just like randomly 'cause we like there's some people in Eastern Washington who listen, a couple people in like southern Washington.
1: Yeah. Don't. And if you go to the shows, make sure you say hi to Tyler and make sure you mention you heard him on here.
3: Yeah. Uh, if you do, <laughs> I'll give fun. you a I'll give you a free beanie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you're totally gonna forget you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a ton of bald <laughs> we'll people who listen to us. I I'll like, where's my beanie right like, oh. <laughs> now? <laughs> I only have ten beanies. So you got to be the first one to do it.
1: <laughs> you have ten beanies. You're not. You're not going to make a dime on it. I'm running out of them. I'm Running out of beanies. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's episode uh, 255 uh, for MCTP for Cobb v Ted Smith. The, this is the podcast. Cheers.